Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com. The only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. Dana Workman from Haunted Highway on Sci-Fi, and you're listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Boom. This is Bill Murphy of Sci-Fi Channel's Fact or Fake Paranormal Files, and you're listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hey everybody, this is Rex Williams, the medic from Destination Truth, and you're listening to the ghost host, Sophia, on LiveParanormal.com. This is True TV's haunting evidence investigator, Patrick Burns. And ghost huntress author, Marley Gibson. And And you're you're listening listening to ghost host, host, Sophia Temporelli. And Michael Perry. And we're here... Hello, we're here at the Ghost Host with Sophia Temporelli and Weekly Paranormal.com. Weekly, weekly at LiveParanormal.com. <laughs> this is Stefan Brigatti from Pacific Coast Paranormal, and you're listening to the Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. She rocks. This is Christopher Sanders with My Ghost Story on Biography. You are listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Tipparelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hi, this is Professor Lloyd Auerbach, parapsychologist, and you're listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Tipparelli on LiveParanormal.com. This is author Alexandra Holzer, and you're listening to Ghost Host Sophia Temporelli. Hi, this is Jeff Belanger, host of 30 Odd Minutes, founder of GhostVillage.com, and author of lots of your favorite paranormal books, and you're listening to the Ghost Host Sophia on LiveParanormal.com. Boo! This is Nick Groff, executive producer of Ghost Adventures, the original documentary in Ghost Adventures, season 1 through 10, and executive producer of Ghost Stalkers, author of Chasing Spirits, the building of the Ghost Adventures crew, and founder of NickGroffTours.com. You are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. Tune in. Hey, this is Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures, and you are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporilli, on LiveParanormal.com. This is April, the psychic housewife in New Jersey, featured on the travel channels, The Holes of Files. I just wanted to wish my very dear friend, Sophia Temporelli, a very happy 11-year anniversary right here on Live Paranormal. Congratulations, Sophia. I love you and I'm so proud of you. 
That's right, it's the Ghost Hood Show with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. And yes, congratulations on 11 years of broadcasting here on this network. And uh, LiveParanormal.com and now on GhostHunting.com as well has been added to the lineup. Thank you, Rob Sterk, for providing this format each and every week. And thank you to all of our moderators and our moderators, too, in the chat room. Uh, feel free, if, you, if you're jumping into the chat room, it only takes a second to get an avatar and you're part of the LP family. Make sure questions for our guests are all caps in the chat room so we can uh, distinguish between the chat going on right now. Uh, today, we celebrate the new season launch of Travel Channel Discovery Plus's series, Destination Fear, with cast uh, lockdown host investigators Dakota Layden. Tanner Wiseman, and Alex Schroeder. We want to thank the Travel Channel and Discovery Plus for making today's show possible. Everyone visit Twitter and Instagram, at Destination Fear, at Dakota Layden, at Chelsea Layden, at Tanner underscore Wiseman, at Alex underscore Schroeder 4, at Travel Channel, and hashtag Destination Fear. Also, too, while you're chatting during the show as well, hashtag Destination Fear. Upcoming, we have Ed and Lorraine Warren, Foundation Director, Investigator, and Empath Bill Slevin will be on the program next weekend, next Saturday the 19th. So you don't want to miss any of these upcoming shows. We have other people uh, booking their dates, too, as well. So like the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com Facebook fan page to learn of the guests as we learn of them real time. I'm going to go ahead and bring our host on here. We'll have an archive show posted immediately after two on the homepage of Live Paranormal and GhostHunting.com. Sophia, congratulations on 11 years here. Thank you. I can't believe it's already been 11 years. I know. You're doing a fantastic job. You've helped a lot of people with your show through the years. You got these Twitters, Instagrams, all these different things. Things are changing all the time. Where can people find you? I'm on Instagram at Sophia Tembrelli and Twitter at Sophia Tembrelli with one L. Yeah, we cursed you with a long name. And uh, also you on YouTube, uh, your YouTube channel, you have your very first uh, interview there with Dakota. That's posted up there too as well. Tell us about your guest, Sophia. Today we celebrate the new season launch of Travel Channel and Discovery Plus's series Destination Fear with investigators Dakota Layden, Tanner Wiseman, and Alex Schroeder. Everyone watch Destination Fear on Travel Channel on November 25th at 9 p.m. Eastern and streaming the same day on Discovery Plus. Everyone visit at Destination Fear, at Dakota Layden, at Chelsea Layden, at Tanner underscore Wiseman for Schroeder 4, at Travel Channel, and hashtag Destination Fear. Let's welcome them into the show. Yeah, and actually, it's November 24th is going to be the premiere launch. Everybody set your DVRs. I'm trying to unmute them. That means there's a lot of people listening, right? Okay, we have all three of you in. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for coming back on today. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Well, to start off, congratulations on the upcoming season, and happy early birthday, Dakota. Um, I mean, it's a very exciting time for you guys with everything happening. So, um, yeah, it's really cool that everyone will get to spend their holidays with Destination Fear. True that. Thank you very much. So, to start off, I mean, you guys have had, like, such an incredible bond for so many years. I mean, you guys are childhood friends. But how did it all start for you? to have, you know, an interest in the paranormal. Yeah, I mean, with us, you know, we all grew up so close to each other. Alex was my neighbor, Tanner, and, and my, our families were all so close. And uh, we we had stuff happen as kids uh, in, in the neighborhood growing up that definitely piqued our interest right away. 
and come our teenage years, we we were just so into it, and we we would go to abandoned buildings and urban explore and chase fear and um, you know a lot of the the shows helped too. Some of the original shows that were the mm-hmm. original ghost hunting shows, and uh, yeah, it was it's definitely crazy. It's been a long journey. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, starting out, I mean, at such a young age, just going and exploring. And then you guys ultimately kind of started a YouTube channel, too, which led you to being on Ghost Adventures. What kind of made you guys have that interest in film and wanting to go out and make these YouTube videos? (laughs) I mean, we, it's just been like a genuine passion. I mean, I go for me personally, it goes back to when I was seven years old. And Chelsea, my sister, who's on the show with us, she she would always have this camera around the house and she'd be filming herself in the mirror, talking. And, like, I just got so, like, fascinated with cameras that when I realized she stopped using that camera, I asked her if I could have it. And she sold it to me for 40 bucks. And from that day on, I pretty much just never let the camera down. And uh, we all, me, Alex, and Tanner, we all met. And, I mean, we've all known each other, but that, that's how we bonded was film. We loved movies. We loved mm-hmm. making movies. And before we know it, me and Alex and Tanner were making videos every week for YouTube. And we really, I mean, we put a ton of time into it, too. I want most of our high school career just was focused around putting out these videos. For sure. And, I mean, what was that like for each of you um, to have the Ghost Adventures video noticed and, I mean, kind of just, starting up uh, fully in the paranormal from that point forward. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting one. Yeah. We, um, we were big fans of all of those shows like ghost hunters and uh, ghost adventures. And we were just watching it one day and we were just kind of chatting and talking. It was like, man, like this is a good show. Like it'd be kind of fun just to like recreate our own version of it, like put a comedy spin on it. Cause that's when a lot of like the scary movies were coming out that were super funny. And we're like, what if we just did that and just spoofed it and put it on YouTube? And we ended up doing that. Um, it went really, really well. So we decided to do a couple more of them. And long story short, the cast uh, of ghost adventures, thought they thought it was hysterical they were liking it and retweeting it and all that jazz and you know it was just it was just kind of fun to um make a spoof of a show that we like and have them think it was funny as well yeah for sure i mean that's interestingly enough how i actually heard about all of you guys um Erin Goodwin's sister Amy showed me your videos one night when she was staying at our house she was like oh my god you have to see this parody that uh this guy Dakota made and his friends of Ghost Adventures and I was like I have no idea what you're talking about because I started in the paranormal so young I didn't catch like every episode of every show so it's just funny to have like that connection where you know that really stuck out in the minds of not only the Ghost Adventures guys but their family members (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> it was surreal I mean me and Tanner we literally we were watching it one day and we had watched a bunch of it all day long and like we were we were into it but you know it's Ghost Adventures so there were moments where we were like laughing too like this is crazy and uh, I just remember the conversation though really being for me and Tanner it was like when you do YouTube especially back then and now like it's you do videos like you do spoof on things that are like viral or trending super hot and Ghost Adventures mm-hmm. was in, like, its third season, and it wasn't viral. It wasn't trending hot, like, compared to any of the other videos we could have done. 
And so we were like, screw it. Like, we, we, this is just too funny. Like, we, we already have all these funny ideas. Like, let's just do it for us. And it turned out to be the best decision we ever made, like, uh, just doing that, that spoof. And, I mean, there, there literally was a conversation where I was like, eh, is this, are people, is anyone even going to, like, understand what we're making fun of here? Like, are, like, are our fans even going to get it? And then all of a sudden, like, it, within a week, it was the best decision we made. <laughs> well, I mean, that's amazing. Um, just, you know, having that experience and starting out that way um, with the Ghost Adventures crew. Um, but, I mean, after, you know, that initial medium, Zach and everything, I know you guys started out urban exploring, but how did Trail to Terror come about? for all of you because um, it's such an interesting concept. Um, I was able to see the documentary and it's just really amazing the way that you all filmed it. And I know Alex, you weren't a part of it, but it's just incredible mm. to watch. It's funny though, because Alex in a way, it's like you, you don't see him in the doc, but like he was there behind the scenes and there for the planning and the prepping. And it really goes back mm-hmm. to, I mean, you guys could touch on this too, but like in middle school, but all, high school, especially like, we just had these days and weekends where we would we would find some abandoned sanatorium a couple hours from our house and make a whole road trip out of it and then go spend the night there and like and spending the night then meant like an hour like it was like get scared and run out and leave and go home and uh it was that energy and that adrenaline and that just joy that kind of over the years of doing it that morphed into once the idea I don't know how it all officially came to be but once the idea was out there of like here's let's do this, let's do a road trip, exactly what we've been doing, but, like, up the scale, go to some, like, our bucket list locations. Uh, it was definitely, like, a no-brainer for all of us. It was so natural, and it was so fun, and that's why I think the show's doing so well, honestly, is because we're still having fun with it. And uh, But, Alex, I mean, you were there for the planning. I mean, I remember the days in my room, because Tanner couldn't know the look. Alex knew he couldn't go on the trip because uh, he had school, <laughs> so he was there with me kind of helping the planning. And so Alex, like would have a leg up on Tanner even. We'd all hang out, and Alex would be like, I know where you're going. And Tanner would be like, tell me. And <laughs> it was just crazy. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, I would definitely want to know the locations beforehand. So I'm sure that drove Tanner crazy to know that he was kind of the odd man out in that sense. Oh, totally. I mean, it's one of those things where it's just like, when it's like, surprises are fun but like you you'd much rather know what's going on so you can prep yourself and that was kind of like half the challenge which is also what the challenge is in the show where you know only one person knows where they're going and you have to like find out the second you're about to start walking into this building and the fact that you know like it took a while for us to kind of come up with the concept uh for to lock down locations. And so there was a, definitely a while while we're all hanging out, just, you know, oh, you guys, like Alex would go like, oh, I know for a fact, like night three, you're just going to be too, totally scared. Night four, you guys are totally just done for. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, it's almost worse to have someone else go, oh, man, you're done for. Yeah, so I'm sure <laughs> Alex was able to build that into it anticipation a little bit and Alex what was that like for you you know watching Trail to Terror be made but um, actually having the chance to be a part of it um, during the filming process um, when Destination Fear started yeah I mean I will say I was extremely jealous once I saw all the footage I was terrified of what happened to them but it's also that adrenaline rush that I do 
crave all the time. Like that's why I do this. That's why I do the show is for the adrenaline rush. And uh, so once the show kind of got picked up and rolling, you know, Dakota offered me the cameraman position, but from that moment, he already was telling me, by the way, you're probably going to be sleeping alone in these places as well. Like as soon as I, like as soon as you can. And so that, uh, the anticipation for that kind of, it was, uh, it was a lot to take on because, uh, now I'm not the one kind of teasing them about where they're going and how their night's going to go. Now I'm thrown into the fire with them. And, uh, yeah, it's, just, it's been a hell of a ride to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I mean, that's that's a lot, sleeping alone in locations like that. Um, you know, a lot of them are scary just in general with the way they look and stuff and, you know, all the spiders and snakes and, like, all the creepy crawlies. You have to deal with that and then on top of that, not knowing what paranormal activity is going to happen. <laughs> I mean, yeah, season one, it was like I knew I was going to eventually sleep alone in a location. Um, I didn't know it would be episode two, though. <laughs> I didn't know it would be the second location, but that's Dakota's trickery for you. <laughs> yeah, I had to catch you off guard somehow. Yeah, well, like, we – the hard thing was, truthfully, like, we – with Trail to Tear, like, we wanted Alex to be there, and it just literally – to us at the at the time, it was like – we didn't see the big picture. Like, we didn't know this was going to go – like, do what it did. And so, um, like, once we got the show, for me, it was an, not even a question. Like, Alex would be in this. But literally the problem was is we had this documentary and this proof of concept without him in it. And so it was kind of like this under like understanding with the network and us and like where like everyone knew like he's camera guy, but like it wasn't like a, I don't know, just like an unsaid conversation that like, like pretty much by the second episode, Alex is full time cast. Yeah, definitely. I mean, especially just with, you know, the bond you all have. I mean, it's hard to just, you know, kind of leave someone as just a cameraman and not have them involved in what you all are doing as well. Oh, totally. And especially because everything we've ever filmed together, Alex has been a part of an in. And uh, I mean, you see even the first episode when he's not sleeping alone, just when he's in the gear room and he gets the walkie scare and we're calling him. We need help. Like he was kind of like our savior that night. <laughs> so I was like, we yeah. have to be in here with us. He can't just be. Yeah, it just made sense. And I mean, I know we were talking about Destination Fear a little bit, but how did you guys go from ultimately having this documentary to being able to turn it into a TV show? What was your process of being able to pitch it to the network? Yeah. So right when we got done filming Trail to Terror right away. The goal was just to do a documentary and then release it maybe on YouTube or some festival or who knew. And then right away we were like, man, this could be a really good show. Like, and, and, and literally the destination fear concept is what we were thinking, like a road trip, just like get it all done in one season. It's a challenge, all, all the things you see. Um, so right away, before even editing the movie, I edited, I went through all the footage and started editing a sizzle reel, which is like a trailer got it in front of some of the TV people I knew. Um, and then from there, literally, there's a lot that goes into this part, but, I mean, there was years and mm -hmm. years of upsets and 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 good moments, moments where we thought it was going to get picked up. We had we could have been on travel, on MTV. We, we almost were on, like, so many networks. We almost bought Trail to Terror slash Destination Fear originally. 
and nothing happened. And it was years of work. Nothing happened. You know, there was upsets, good moments. And then literally I was on Ghost Adventures after working with them for almost two years at this point. Had totally given up, not given up, but just like lost faith that Trail to Terror would get picked up. And then all of a sudden I literally get a phone call one day from some representatives of Travel Channel saying, hey, we really love this. Someone, we just got this sent to us again and we're, we're, we're looking for paranormal hard right now. We love this. And they didn't even realize I was the camera guy from Ghost Adventures. Uh, and so I was like, well, it turned into like a little bit of an interesting situation because I'm like, well, I'm, I'm filming your show right now. Uh, but literally that was it. It wasn't like some big business meeting and we had this huge like for anyone listening out there, like it wasn't just this easy, we got a show, we made a documentary, we got a show. Like, no, we, we did this huge passion project and for four years went through many downs, many ups to finally get uh, uh, someone to take interest. Yeah, I mean, it's such a roller coaster when you're doing TV and I mean, just, you know, not knowing what's going to happen is, I mean, I think probably scarier sometimes than going to these locations because. It's like you, you're you so passionate about a project and you just want to see it through and, you know, show other people, you know, something that you love that you created. So, I mean, it's great yeah. that Destination Fear was finally able to have that chance. And for people who haven't yeah. seen the previous seasons, can you walk us through, um, you know, what some of your favorite moments or scariest moments were from the past seasons? Oh, gosh. There's so many, to like too many to count. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, for one, at least like one that comes off the top of my head is in season three, episode eight, um, we got to go to Velisca Axe Murder House, which was one of those places that I've always wanted to go. Uh, it's just a bucket list location. And the fact that it's like our smallest location we've ever gone to, it creeped me out by far like every square inch of that place just scared the living crap out of me and we just me and alex were there by ourselves and we just had so much stuff constantly happening to us and in that episode mm -hmm. uh Charles and dakota go to the location before us and then we do a switch and then when we went we started getting stuff off of all of our devices that completely correlated with Dakota and Chelsea, and we didn't even know about it. So that that definitely put uh, shivers down my spine. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, it's like there's so many things. Every road trip we come back from, we find things in the footage that we didn't even know was there. Uh, but for me, like it wasn't even it wasn't even it didn't happen to me. But I just think it's the most mind bending thing ever was Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum when. Alex got a phone call from Tanner, who I was with, and Tanner didn't mm -hmm. have his phone with him. It was in the gear room and dead, and he got this phone call. And, and it's not even the fact that he got a phone call. Like, it was what the voice, what it was doing. It was like this most alien, demonic scream I've ever heard, and it, it still scars me. Like, that noise that came out of the phone is absolutely disturbing. Ooh. Yeah, I definitely. It's weird when stuff like that happens. Um, and how about for you, Alex? I think for me personally, the one of 
I guess, highlights of the past season's Destination Fear, as far as fear level for me, was when Tanner handcuffed me to a jail cell the entire night for, uh, at Ohio State Reformatory. That was the most <laughs> uncomfortable I've ever been physically, emotionally, mentally. I was not in a good place right there. And uh, that one kind of scarred me and sticks out to me throughout all the other seasons that we've done. That is one of the worst moments for me. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Tanner, that you scarred your friend? I love it. <laughs> one of those things where, you know, like we always are always trying to figure out a way uh, to one-up each other and cause more discomfort and make it hard and, you know, like Dakota will throw challenges at us so we're all of a sudden we have to go into solos and that's super creepy. Alex has taken our, our lights away and our, like, our flashlights away so now we're not able to see. And, like, there's so many things that, like, we've always tried to one-up each other where I was just like, this idea that I have where it's like, this uh, safety net where you feel like you just run away, well, that's completely gone. And the thing is, I will say, I, I put my name in the hat as well. I had fate decide who actually went in there. It could have been myself, um, but, you know, if some, for some reason or another, it just I, I lucked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's definitely a lot to have happen. I can definitely say as a viewer, two moments that stood out for me is I don't remember the location, but I know you guys had left the overnight and the cameras were still on and you could still hear voices being captured on the camera. Yeah. Um, I thought that Sweet was really spring. creepy. Oh, yeah. 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 And then, oh. <laughs> for like an enjoyable Season moment. One. It was uh, the hill. I think it was the hillbilly hot dogs, and the the lady was singing the song. <laughs> Dakota said, "I wish I was as happy as she is," and I was like, "I really felt that." I still do. I still do. <laughs> still think about yeah. those hot dogs today. So <laughs> I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's just amazing. I mean, all the scary moments you have, but also you know the fun moments like that um, while filming. Um, how do you guys, while filming, come up with, you know, the the things you do beforehand, like the hot air balloon and stuff? Like, um, you know, what is that process like for you? Do you guys just sometimes look at, oh, well, this time I want a relief or, you know, let me just pile on the fear with, like, you guys going and looking at snakes and stuff? <laughs> I mean, it is a little – it's kind of different, like, every time. Like, So we, we don't talk about it in the show because it would just be too complicated, but – there is a producer who knows everything. So like when Tanner's mm-hmm. picking his location and he's talking to this producer who knows what mine is and Chelsea's is and Tanner's is, and he's kind of like the middle man who can guide Tanner or Alex or anyone where, where like, let's say Tanner wants to go parachuting really, or uh, sorry, um, Tanner wants to go hot air ballooning really bad, but, but the producer knows I've already picked that for mine. Like he might guide Tanner in a different direction. Like, Hey, like I can't say who or what, when, but like we might be doing that. Um, but like, so there's, there's like someone who helps us, but it's literally up to us. Like we Tanner, Alex, Chelsea, me, when it's our locations, it's up to us what we want to do. And, and it totally varies on the personality of that person. Like sometimes I've just been in the mood to take us to an, an additional haunted place to double the haunt. Uh, but other times it's just pure adrenaline. Like, let's go do something fun. And I know for you, I don't know about you guys, like, uh, but 
it seems like sometimes too the the vibe is like I'm picking my location in the middle of the trip or the end of the trip. Like I'm I'm gonna do something that's gonna like get us out of the RV and and taking a breath of fresh air, like whatever. It's not, but it's totally up to us, and we just have someone make sure that it's, we're not doubling up on anything. And then also like uh, locations too. Like if if my episode is before Tanner's and we're driving from Tennessee all the way to Georgia, and I don't know that, and he doesn't know that, that producer can kind of help guide Tanner, too. Like, hey, we'll be coming from, like, the like you, these are, like, your two or three states, you know, you can kind of pick from to, to plan some stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's up to us. Definitely more difficult yeah, I mean, but you have more, uh, more episodes to plan than us. Yeah, that's why a lot of mine are, half the time, it's just, like, haunted, where I'm, like, I'm just going to bring us somewhere scary. <laughs> you're like there's tons of locations to choose from this is a lot easier than planning a nice sightseeing activity yeah I think when Tanner so, brought us to the swinging bridge that was kind of a game changer for everyone where we realized the potential with pit stops well, and that, was, Ooh, yeah. that was the best because like the producers didn't really know too much and like I was like hey, can we do this like suspension bridge it's you know, it's not too bad. It's just kind of everyone's a little bit of afraid of heights. And they're, they're like, can you send me some pictures of it? Like, make sure it's all right. And I specifically, like, picked, like, ones that looked like it was, like, super simple and not a big deal. And then once we got there, everyone's like, what in the hell is this? No way this. I'm like, well, we're already here. We might as well, huh, friends? Well, you didn't have yeah, to literally have to hike, like, three miles into the woods, too. Oh yeah, oh I, knew, I knew if they thought they wouldn't want to do it, and I was just like, "Let me be sneaky about this." <laughs> no, it's true because it was very yeah. dangerous. Like our, our, we, our, we were sweating bullets. Like people were nervous. Like this is this is a lot higher, a lot more dangerous than we anticipated. Yeah, I think I'd be a little bit more freaked out just about like all of that than I would be the overnights because like. I don't like heights and uh, walking three miles. So that, that sometimes to me, it just seems a little bit scarier. Um, so depending <laughs> on the activities. So, I mean, yeah, good luck with those. Um, I do know we have to take a quick commercial break, but we'll be right back with more questions and to talk about the upcoming season of Destination Fear. The Ghost Host Show with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. And, yes, uh, the season number four launch of Travel Channel Discovery Plus series Destination Fear is the topic today with host investigators Dakota Layden, Tanner Wiseman, and Alex Schroeder. We want to thank Travel Channel and Discovery Plus for making today's show possible. Everyone visit Twitter and Instagram at Destination Fear, at Dakota Layden, at Chelsea Layden, at Tanner underscore Wiseman, at Alex underscore Schroeder 4, at Travel Channel, and hashtag Destination Fear. Also, feel free to jump into the LiveParanormal.com chat room. Any questions, just make sure they're all caps so we can distinguish between the chats currently going on uh, for our guests. And we'll be right back. Hi, this is Dustin Perry, the Paranormal Rockstar, and you're listening to The Ghost Coast with the most Sophia Temporelli, only on LiveParanormal.com.
Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com. The only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. from Ghost Adventures, and you are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporilli, on LiveParanormal.com. Not only am I Dave Schrader, but I'm Dave Schrader of Travel Channel's The Holzer Files, and you're listening to <laughs> Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. I feel left out. I wanted to throw myself it's into your mix of, of voiceovers <laughs> now. I love it. You know, uh, it's almost like we didn't leave break. Okay, Dakota, Tanner, still trying to unmute you guys, and your mics here. And, yeah, you're back on with Sophia. Hello. Hey, guys. Hello. Thanks again so much for coming on today. Yeah. So, I mean, Destination Fear, obviously you have so many iconic moments through the season, and I know you can't reveal too much about the upcoming season, but can each of you give a short description or synopsis of what the fans can expect from this upcoming season? I mean, for me, I'll say this. the I did change the theme this season to darkness, so for the entire season, anytime we sleep alone or go anywhere alone, which is every episode multiple times, You can't get a flashlight. No flashlights the entire season. So more than any other season, probably more than every season combined, we've spent more time in the actual pure darkness. That's definitely intense. And on on top of that kind of like unseen theme, um, four locations out of this road trip have never been seen on TV before. So that's, pretty special for us we love like showcasing places that like people have never seen on tv or just haven't heard of before because it just it makes it that much more fun i think when looking at these places and watching episodes and how about you alex i would say the theme stays very scary (laughs) i mean (laughs) like with with dakota's introduction of no flashlights for the entire time uh everyone is on edge the entire the entirety of the road trip there's no breaks given there is no time to relax it is constant fear and constant terror (laughs) yeah definitely i would do i was just gonna say the personalities this season like as a just a friend of everyone too, like I feel like this season for me to watch is my favorite. Like everyone just shines, and like we were really I don't know what happened this season, but like everyone really like it. I don't know. I feel like in the past seasons we've been uh, we've had to like cut out some of the funnier things or like the goofy side of us sometimes. And this season it really I feel like it showcases really well. 
Yeah, I mean, that's amazing, too, for the viewers, um, just to, get to see, you know, that side of you guys, especially with such a dark show. Um, I would worry about tripping with the no flashlights, so, I mean, oh, yeah. there There's any, a lot of that. you know, accidents yeah, on set? Yeah, just wait. <laughs> uh, have you ever heard of the Winchester Mystery House? Yeah, yeah, in San Jose. Imagine walking through that with no flashlight. So, that episode alone, there's many, many injuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, so I'm accident-prone, so I would worry about tripping or falling out of a door to nowhere during the day, so at night would be a thousand times yeah. worse. Well, because I'd probably get stuck in a corner. fell through the floor. I almost fell oh, through wow. the floor of the, yeah, and it's, it's, it was close. Kelsey fell down the, the knot floor, I guess. Stairs. <laughs> yeah, the oh, cool. yeah. It was messy. Yeah, up. that's. <laughs> That's definitely a lot, um, especially at the Winchester Mystery House. So, um, good season or bad season to go without the flashlights at the Winchester House is, I mean, <laughs> the viewers will decide that, I guess. Yeah. And um, uh, I know that there's also um, uh, World Travel Channel listed all of the upcoming locations. So, what can you guys give away about um, some of the other locations as well? Do you have a favorite from this season? Um, I will just say that, so my location pick I thought was really special because it was the last location from Trail to Terror that we haven't revisited or that Tanner, Dakota, and Chelsea haven't revisited. So for my location mm-hmm. pick, I took everyone to Ashmore Estate, and I thought that was cool because I didn't get to go on the Trail to Terror road trip, so it felt right for me to bring them to the last place that they haven't been and one of the places that they never wanted to go back to again. So that was a, a really cool experience for mm-hmm. me to bring everyone to that final place. Tanner, your choice too. Your Yours is a major curveball. Oh, I know. I was very excited when it came to picking my place because um, it's one of those places that um, has not been seen on TV before and it didn't have a whole lot of notoriety when it comes to like you know, the paranormal world. So it kind of, no one really had an idea of what this place was going to look like. So I picked the old historic Harriman Hospital, and it it uh, was pretty awesome for the fact that it literally looks like it just was closed down yesterday and everyone left because there's chairs there. It's super insanely clean. There's equipment still there, gurneys. Like, it's like we almost had a whole entire like active hospital to ourselves. However, it's completely abandoned and extremely haunted. And the stuff that happened there that night was definitely, definitely absolutely bone chilling. Mm-hmm. I think for me, the, the Crescent Sanatorium in prison, which is our first two episodes, that was really special because we spent two full days there and did two episodes there. And it was just this wild, crazy place. But the, the one I'm most excited for was is, though, the finale at Norwich State Hospital. Um, I mean, obviously, the night, once you see it, you'll understand it. It was just such a crazy night. But me, Tanner, Alex, like, we've, from researching these places our whole life and being fascinated, Norwich has been on our bucket list since many, many years before Trail to Terror even started. And mm-hmm. every season of the show, we've reached out to try to get there. And it's never worked out. It's never worked out. And finally, there was, like, some new people who came in to manage it. And they finally, for the first time this season, they said yes to us. And that's where I took us on our finale. And 
It was a nightmare come true and possibly one of the scariest episodes yet. Yeah, I mean, those are amazing locations, especially since, you know, some of them have never before been on TV. Um, I mean, it's just incredible the locations you guys get to go to. What is the process for you guys? Because um, I know you guys go to a lot of abandoned locations and some abandoned locations are condemned. What is your process in kind of sifting through these locations and choosing which ones are the best to actually investigate? Well, it's funny yeah. about that is we, uh, after Trail to Terror, me and Dakota and Tanner kind of sat down um, and really made a huge list. We had a huge map of the United States in Dakota's room, and we would come up with we, – we have every haunted location written down and pinned on that list with different colors coordinating with whether that's like a gold location for us, like a bucket list, and then some, you know, just more minor, like this could work too. But we have a huge list that we all kind of go through. And then, I mean, Dakota, you can talk about the rest of the process. Yeah, I mean, you know, it is a TV show, so it has to be legal. Everything has to be by the books. And so, but that list is definitely our master list that we've all been using and looking at. And um, But usually what happens is a lot of the places are abandoned. So our, us and then a team of people that help us each do our research, we get in touch with who we deem to be the owner. Uh, sometimes it's owned by the state. Uh, but, I mean, I think viewers of the show would actually be surprised at how many locations we haven't been able to go to because of the condemned situation of the building. And, like, we've had almost every season we've had a hospital or an asylum or a prison that personally I've had lined up for us to go to and a couple weeks before filming, the fire marshal of that town or someone from the city would shut us down because it's too dangerous. Um, though, no matter what, we have to get approval, though. Like, there has to be a whole thing of paperwork. We have to get mm-hmm. approval from whoever owns it from the city. Um, it's a lot harder than it actually seems. Uh, and I, there has been many heartbreaking moments, not going to lie, of, like, dream places that we almost had the ability to go and do, and we were this close, and then – someone from the city like the fire marshal said no and it was like no but yeah it's difficult with abandoned locations especially you know so many of them having asbestos and stuff um there's like Mm -hmm. an abandoned hospital kind of near me that I really wanted to go to and yeah it's had like one too many fires in it so it's kind of unsafe Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yeah so it's always interesting with those locations too, but I mean, you guys have gone to so many incredible locations. Um, and I know you have a master list. So for future seasons, you guys don't want to give away too much, but where is like a dream location? I mean, even if it's a condemned building, where would each of you love to go the most in the world? In the world. <laughs> um, it's a big world out there. It's a big world. Um, I mean, for me personally, um, I would love to go to Brandt's Castle in Romania, uh, Dracula's mm-hmm. Castle. Um, I've just always been super fascinated with it. I've always thought it was just one of those super creepy stories. And it has a legitimate dungeon in it. So I don't know. It's just one of those places that I think would be really cool to check off the bucket list and also would be super creepy for everyone. Yeah. For sure. 
think for me it's the if you say the world like definitely I just I feel like we we are so due for a Europe trip like we went to Ireland and it was amazing and I think everyone including Travel Channel like really wanted us to do a Europe trip and then COVID kept happening and never went away and like we come season four like everyone was kind of anticipating a Europe trip too and we had to stay in the states again and stay safe and I just feel like I all of us Chelsea included like we are like wanting so bad to go to Europe and just do a trip because Ireland was such an amazing terrifying experience and I just can't imagine what else has in store for us in Europe yeah I mean I I completely agree I think as long I, I want to go explore some castles like I'm with Tanner and Dakota on that one the history overseas is just so much more rich and dense and layered and it it's not even the haunting aspect that I'm excited about. It really is the history side. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love learning about that kind of stuff as well. I think castles, that would be the best thing to do for us. Yeah. yeah I mean, it has so much history. So much history. And it has to mm-hmm. be terrifying too. And that's like kind of a, kind of a problem with our show in a way is like we're, Every season we do in America, it's, it's kind of getting rid of more and more places that we can go to in America. And I definitely, like, I want to get to Europe sooner than later before we run out of spots here. Because there are, you know, we do asylums, prisons. Like, we can't, like, a lot of people always ask us, like, go to, you know, the, some of these houses or some, some of these, like, like, smaller venue places. And, like, yeah, they would be exciting and it would be, like, interesting to experience the paranormal activity there. But with our show, it just it has to be big and it has to be terrifying. And yeah. we are, you know, at some point we will run out of places here. So I really want to get this Europe trip started. Yeah, I mean, speaking, too, about these locations, so many of them, like you say, like the smaller buildings wouldn't really work for how your show's set up. How do you guys kind of manage filming at these larger locations? Like, if you take a location like the Queen Mary, for example, it is so big. Um, I mean, it would be really hard to spread you guys out and still be able to keep in contact just with all of, like, I don't know, the electronic problems you have in places like that. Kind of the goal, honestly, is to have places that are so big that we can't even communicate with each other so that we are so scared. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, the I mean is a, yeah, the walkie is a lifeline, but the further away we are and the less we can communicate with each other, the more fear is brought out of us. So, like, the bigger the location, the better. Definitely. Um, it's just amazing, too. I mean, these locations, some of them are so big, and it's like a labyrinth, like I'm sure you encountered um, on the falling through floor in the Winchester house. It's you know, even mm-hmm. scarier because it's like you don't want to get lost in a place that you feel like you're going to be stuck in for hours on end. <laughs> True. So, I mean, with, you know, the paranormal and, you know, all of these locations you've been to, I'm sure you've developed throughout the years some favorite equipment to use on investigations. What is each of your favorite equipment to use while investigating? For me, I like digital recorder a lot uh of any any kind of digital recorder uh, i just think it's fun to like have something recording that that you can go back and play and like when you do hear a voice that wasn't there it, that, those are like 
crazy moments for me, just such weird, mind-blowing experiences. Yeah, I think I I like the music box a lot. It's a simple <laughs> device. It's it's easy to understand and wrap your brain around. It's you know, it's a motion sensor on it, and on top of that, it plays really creepy music. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that's like one of my favorite. I've gotten so many good, you know, moments and captures using a music box. We've had some of our creepiest moments, even going back to season one, um, with the music box that it's definitely up there on my top favorite pieces of equipment. And then for me, I really like the ovulus. I, I like being able to answer, like ask open-ended questions and getting a response mm-hmm. on the device is like really when you get something that's cool it's it's awesome but like there's times where you get stuff that pinpoints the history or an occurrence that happened in the building or the room that you're in that completely freaks you out just like in trans allegheny i got um i was standing next to a room where a person named uh jim actually murdered somebody and I was talking on the or asking questions on the ovulus, and I got the word James, which is a, a nickname. Um, Jim is a nickname for James, and right there it blew my mind because I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, am I actually talking to that person right now? And I don't know, it's just stuff like that that really gets you going and like, like gets the adrenaline pumping. Yeah, and it gives you kind of that instant reaction, too. I mean, EVP recorders are great because you can kind of capture actual voices, but you have to wait and sift through that evidence. And, I mean, ovulus really do just give you that in-the-moment um, answer you're kind of looking for. Right. And I know we're coming towards the end of the show, but where can people find you? And do you guys have any upcoming events, um, interviews, or anything that you guys would like to mention? Oh, um, so yeah, I guess <laughs> the best way to Hello. find us, um, you go on Instagram and Twitter, uh, go to at Destination Fear. Um, that's our sh- our show. That's where we post a lot of our content. And then for me personally, my Twitter and Instagram is the exact same, which is Tanner underscore Wiseman. Yeah, I think that's the easiest way, really. Just go to Destination Fear on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find all of our pages from there. Um, yeah. And upcoming exciting things, I mean, we got new Fear Gear out. If you guys go look on fear, www.feargear.shop, we have a bunch of brand-new shirts that all have to do with the show. Uh, if you're a fan of even just the paranormal and not even the show, you might find some of the shirts really awesome. Uh and yeah, just tune in. We really need, we want everyone's support. This is a big season for us. Uh, mm-hmm. November 25th. And we always live well, I... every single episode when it airs. So join us on Twitter, follow the hashtag Destination Fear, and chat with us during the airing on Travel Channel. And uh, too, on Discovery Plus, the same day for everyone that, you know, cut the cord on cable, they can also check it out on Discovery Plus. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. Well, I want to thank all three of you for coming on today. Um, unfortunately, Chelsea couldn't make it, but um, congratulations to all four of you on the upcoming season. I can't wait to see it, and um, it's always great just getting to talk with you guys. Oh, yeah, thank thanks you so much for having us. Yeah, appreciate it, Sophia.
Thanks, guys. Well, yeah. you have a great rest of your weekend. Um, have a great upcoming birthday, Dakota. And, um, yeah, excited to see what happens on this upcoming season. Awesome. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, guys. Wow. Can't wait. This is going to be fantastic. Definitely. Well, great show today, Sophia. Definitely. Alex, Dakota, and Tanner are such great guests. Um, everyone, definitely make sure to check out Destination Fear, um, airing soon on the Travel Channel and Discovery+. Plus. Um, and, yeah, thank you all for listening. It should definitely not be possible without all of you. I will talk to you guys again next week. Bye. Yeah, and we as a family will be tuning in definitely on, on the 24th. And, uh, yeah, so it, that's why I double-checked on that, too. It is uh, November 24th. Everyone on Twitter and Instagram, at Destination Fear, at Dakota Layden, at Chelsea Layden, at Tanner underscore Weitzman, at Alex underscore Schroeder 4, at Travel Channel, hashtag Destination Fear for any chat. And, like they, as Alex mentioned, there's going to be a live Twitter session on the uh, night of the premiere that they'll be involved with. And also – Feargear.shop is uh, Dakota mentioned to Feargear.shop. Upcoming, we have Ed and Lorraine Warren, founder, uh, foundation director and PERS founder, investigator, and empath Bill Slevin will be on the program next week in the 19th. So you don't want to miss any of these upcoming shows. We have guests booking their times now. So visit the Ghost of Sophia Temporally on LiveParanormal.com Facebook fan page just to learn of the guests as we learn of them real time. And uh, also tra- thank you Travel Channel and Discovery Plus uh, for coordinating today's show. Great show, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Hi, this is Debbie from Sion Ghost Adventures. You're listening to The Ghost Host with your host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. God bless you all. for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com. The only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.